previously on D&D&D. Zabbis, you can hear Marta in you, in your head, think about how she's not done yet. You you feel, you, you see those images again of the battlefield, of, of the war that she was in, and you feel her thoughts about how... We have a ball pit. <laughs> yeah, like, but Alaric... Dude, he's tired. Having now stepped through the Aurora and having completed his invention and seen it work as it's supposed to. Oh. Marjorie, you look over at the hand that, that you're, it's being pulled up and you're, you're, it's being, it's kind of pulling you up with it or pulling your arm up, back up with it. And you look up and you see his like zombie body and his like gross matted gray hair, like all floating high above the sky. You guys are kind of flying. It's really pretty. It's pretty cool. You see his spirit separate from that zombie body. And his spirit continues to float upward. Uh-oh. And you see his spirit join into a huge, beautiful aurora. Whoa. And we're stuck and with then, the corpse? <laughs> no, then we just have a pile of bones. Oh, and then you guys tumble through into the room beyond <sighs> the, the teleporting aurora. And the zombie corpse is there. Oh. Uh, but Orlaric the personality that you've been speaking to is not anymore and there's just kind of like and let's roll for initiative oh man I was gonna close its eyes (laughs) you still do I close its eyes So you tumble into this room after experiencing that moment in the skies and watching as, uh, as the soul of the spirit of Alaric Starsmith uh, ascended to join the true Aurora. Uh, you pass through the fake one, the artificial one, into this other room that you saw before it. It is now completely corporeal. It is real. It is uh, this well-furnished room. Uh, with this hamper, this rack of clothing, this table of masks. You now see that there's also uh, on one of the walls opposite you, after you've come in, you can still see the shimmering aurora uh, as, the, as the oscillating mechanical robot arm is still pumping the pump. But you also see that the aurora is covering up a kind of homeland board of uh, plans of some kind connected mm. with strings and papers tacked up. And it's a, it's a, you know, it's one of those, um, that the Aurora is obstructing, uh, by its shimmering glow. That's in this room. That's in this okay. room. There's the door also leading out of it. Uh, you can hear that there's activity on the other side of this door, uh, from the sound of it, a lot of activity, people moving back and forth in, in a, you know, in a hallway, presumably, or whatever is beyond this door. Uh, there's voices shouting, and uh, there's even in the distance you you can hear maybe what sounds like a, a music or horns or a fanfare of some kind. Uh, however, the pressing issue at the moment is uh, the zombie formerly known as Alaric Sil- Starsmith, who is going to 
uh, attack Marjorin, who he was closest to, was holding his hand. He's going to yank on the hand that you were holding and, like, pull you close to it and try to stab his skeletal fingers into your face. Oh. Um, what face? Wow. What face? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. The mask face. Uh, which it just kind of knocks out of the grip of your mage hand. Oh, God. (laughs) And the mask goes skittering across the floor opposite you. Uh, An interesting use of his nat 21st initiative roll. (laughs) Flack, it's your turn. I'm like very offended. (laughs) I have a question that I don't know if you'll be allowed to answer for me. Okay. Does necrotic, would necrotic damage hurt this feller? I don't think they're immune to necrotic. They would heal him. I don't. Right? That's not how that works. Okay, boys. Let me just. Let me. Let Apparently, me. you have not played Final Fantasy Nine. Yeah. Actually, I don't think that or happens. Ten. Ten. Is that, is that happens, happens in, in ten? ten? Yeah, with the, the soldiers at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. No, they are not Im- immune to ne- necrotic damage, as far as you know. Okay. Can, you, can you put a phoenix down, cast a phoenix down on them, and they'll die? Well, we should cast a phoenix down on Marjorin. Or not Marjorin, Marta, sorry. We should stop talking about this. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to, you know, I haven't done this yet. I'm going to go with one of my new seventh level spells. <laughs> We're strong. Oh, boy. I'm going to cast Finger of Death. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Target must make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, that's a two minus two zero on a failed throw. It takes 78 plus 30 necrotic damage. Oh my God. Are you going to one shot this zombie body? I mean, he's don't roll seven ones. (laughs) 78. Okay. All right. (laughs) Let me see here. Yeah. A uh, seven. You should be able to just click the damage roll on the spell. Oh, really? Oh, you're right. There they go. It lagged your computer. <laughs> uh, I did 70 damage. <laughs> okay. Oh uh, so uh, the finger of death, as you cast it, uh, you, uh, you, he you don't have your um, you don't have your uke with you. So you'll have to like kind of like sing a little song or something like hit a note. Um, and, oh! <laughs> uh, and uh, a. A spectral uh, finger comes out from your hand as you point towards this. Is it a touch Ooh. spell or is it just, is it pointing? I send negative energy send coursing me. through a creature. Yes. Causing this, it searing pain. This yes. thing punches my face off. And then right from behind, like the face disappears and reveals flag. And as this comes forth, um, Margarine, you see that the the form that this negative energy takes uh, looks almost serpentine? like a drag, yeah, serpentine. Yo. as it goes into uh, into the zombie, and it just starts to vibrate with this negative energy. It starts to scream, um, and uh, it makes a, a a it 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 lets out this horrible, loud, unhuman scream of pain. Uh, is there then, a window close by? There's not a window in this room. Windowless room, just a door. Okay, never mind. Um, and it collapses uh, into... Nope. It, what? what, does it disintegrate? A humanoid killed by this spell 
rises at the start of my next turn as a zombie that is permanently under my control, following my verbal orders to the best of its abilities. Whoa. I've got a motherfucking zombie. (laughs) Whoa. Wow. Make sure that this, you can, (laughs) it's like, no. (laughs) It's a humanoid. Oh my it god. Was. We had a whole ass conversation with him. Yeah. How do we get his spirit back? I got I got a fucking refried zombie. <laughs> a twice baked zombie. Yeah, twice baked <laughs> zombie, baby. <laughs> this is fucked up. I've been waiting to have a little zombie friend this whole time, and all I need to do is take a little nap. And what? I can make another one. Is Fuck it, it. Is it is yeah, where does up? that end? Yeah. He we'll find per- out. He said permanently. Look permanently. At, do you hear how loud he <laughs> Well, like his the, his, sp- his spirit is, he's good. So this is just a spiritless corpse. Like he's just. Yeah, I'm not saying that like it's how's bad. How's it fucked up? Our feelings about it. Technically. Yeah. <laughs> a humanoid and undead are different. For going rules as written, which oh. we never, oh, shit. which we never have on this show, <laughs> uh, and this is very fun and hilarious, so I'm going to allow it. Yay! Nice. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, thank uh, you, Zolstar. But it still did scream hey, with no. pain. <laughs> okay. Then it collapses, <laughs> and you see a curse of some kind, a, a magical entity leave this. Oh. thing okay. uh, and then a purple music note replaces it <laughs> Ooh, and it rises once again it rises just like in the thriller video <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh and you now are i guess are controlling this zombie there's a knock at the door yep oh. there is <clears throat> uh and you hear a, uh, a voice say uh in dwarvish does any i forget does anybody speak do you, mike do you I feel like Fletch, I should. did you take dwarvish somebody did Maybe uh, not. One, one moment, one moment, one moment. Don't move forward without... On your character sheet, I think it's on the lower left. It's on I the do, left, I do yeah. speak Dwarvish and Elvit. Oh, great. Wow. Perfect. Uh, you understand that uh, this is a knock on the door. It's a um, casual, very casual knock. Uh, and the voice says, five minutes. Wait, and then, what? Uh, and then that's it. After the scream? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, uh, so, okay. <laughs> you, you, you Fletch say in Dwarvish? Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, okay, you are in this room now. with And you're, the zombie is now under your command. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> James is so excited. Marjorie Five minutes to what? Starts what rum- rummaging through the cloaks. We, we, wanted to do a, we wanted to disguise ourselves as cult members. Yeah. Everyone uh, get masked. How you, many masks are there? You, okay, you look through the hamper. Okay. Uh, and you find that there are uh, there are th- there are three uh, discarded rough spun cloaks as well as the uh, shitty wooden masks um, on the table. There are other masks. Yes, right? on the there is a table that has other masks. There is a selection of them, and you uh, roll investigation. Someone me because I need a new mask. We all need masks. Yeah, Zolstar needs a mask, Yeah, too. but mine was my actual face. 26. Wow. 26. You can tell that there are some missing. Whoa. Hmm. There were more here, and there are some, there are three that are missing. Are they all the same mask? No, they're all different. Um, they all seem to depict uh, like how 
Fletch, you saw when you were up at the weather experiment, you saw that the masks that those, you know, particular professors, experimenters, whatever, cult members, whoever they were, they were wearing very ornate masks. These look more reminiscent of those. Mm. They share qualities in their imagery that suggests metallurgy, forging, um, digging, mining, things like that. Uh, there is also a rack of fine clothes, all dwarf-sized, oh. um, <laughs> that, uh, that you see. And again, Marjorie, with that 26 investigation roll, you can tell that there are three empty hooks. There is also the uh, the homeland board that is behind the uh, the waving aurora, which is starting to sputter. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Oh yeah, there's no one operating that. Thing you have the just your me- mechanical arm that is operating it, and it is um, missing some gears that are in Marjorie's pocket. I just rolled a twenty-one investigation to look at the homeland board to okay. see if I can understand what the fuck is trying to do. There's schedules for the expo and the order of events. There's um, lines that are pinned to connect different presentations from the expo with uh, what looks to be like a, a, a list of dwarven names. There are like groups that are going to like different events and different presentations that are from like one column and then into, into another. Uh, there's in the center of this, there's a uh, it looks to be like a painting. Uh, or a sketch of a elaborate doorway of some kind. Um, there's a huge. Uh, it's it's it, it's a big like poster size picture, and it's depicting this very elaborate uh, door that has uh, things carved in it. Margarine, you can see that the uh, the the lettering that is carved on this depiction of this door matches the ancient form of old people language that you've been seeing in other places around Didridon. Uh, you also see on this board that there are plans. There are like schematics and blueprints for what looks to be a very large battering ram of some kind. Mm. And that is mostly uh, what you find. Uh, you also, with that good of a roll, uh, you can see that there's a smear on the wall, on the floor leading up to this wall where the Aurora came through uh, that looks like dried blood. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, first things first, Marjorie is going to. She's going to dress up the zombie. Hmm. Uh, but I don't know if I should dress him up as as a, a low right royal yeah. or low. Ooh. Uh, well, here's uh, a Zostar. Can you talk? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I think sounds all, like a royal think, to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and as we all laugh, we dress him up fancy. Yeah, he's getting all fancy. Uh, I was gonna say because you no, know, because we have a mechanical arm that's kind of manning this this bridge. I think we left the door open, so any of the any of the dwarves that could walk by the room that oh, has just the sun, see they're gonna open. see it open and not see. All star there. So do you want to go back? No, I'm thinking we undress this zombie and make him go back. No, we'll send an unseen servant. It's fine. I cast unseen servant. <laughs> okay, what? to like shut the to door. To go through the aurora and then to Is go that close 60 the door. Feet? Oh man, let's find out. We're never gonna know what that green mist was in that other room. <laughs> <laughs> will tell us years down the line. Yeah. Uh, here, unseen servant. I'm casting you. Walk through this aurora. When you get through, first. 
I want you to uh, throw a rock in the air in a place where we can see it. And then after you're done with that, go down those stairs. Or no, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be up there. Um, you wouldn't be on door. top of the thing. Yeah, just go f- close the door. But first. And put a chair in front of the door. And so put they a can't chair in get, front of the door. And then so lock it. And then lock, well, lock it and then put a chair. And then I put a chair. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> we have established previously that these are not the most intelligent of creatures. So it does its best to follow your instructions. It passes through the aurora. You wait for a moment in anticipation of looking for a rock to um, fly up in the air where you can see it. Uh, and after a moment... Oh, that's what... Because I forgot he's invisible. Yes. To make yeah, yeah. sure he... Okay. He, that he I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> You're just power tripping and making him do <laughs> random shit. Juggle. Four <laughs> rocks. Uh, a rock, you see, does as... You have there is a, a condensing of space due to this magic, and you are not more than sixty feet. Okay, yeah, yeah, from the servant. Cool. So you see the rock fly up. Nice. The next instruction was to go and close the door. Confusingly yes. said between you and Fletch. Oh man. Uh, oh no. There is a mo- you wait. Nothing happens for a moment, and then the aurora disappears. Yep. That's why I said we should have put the fucking zombie back through the... Oh, like, he'd be much better. He's done the job for a thousand years. <laughs> no, that guy's gone. His soul went up into space. No, but I think it was just his kind of body doing it. Oh, my. No. No, I don't buy that. All right, well, well hey, now we're here. You ever pull a lever in your life? It, it, See? Never done it. I don't trust this. All right. I guess now we have to dress everybody up and do this thing and we'll never. We were always going to dress everybody up, friend. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> As I put a mask on his frowny face. <laughs> it's a frowny mask. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's a smile. It's a it's happy a mask. Yeah, yeah. Happy wait, mask. Yeah, way funnier. It's like in Amadeus. Do you remember where he's like at the party and he's wearing the smile? It's his dad and he like pulls the mask down and he's all pissed off. Oh, yeah. That's one of the funniest moments It's so good. <laughs> Uh, the instruction was to close the door. He closed the door. The door that you came through was the door that he closed. How would he know that? He yeah, fucking he idiot. A door. What a fucking. You are now in this room. Do we? You have... can now get a clearer look at all of the uh, oh, yeah. the oh, homeland boarding and Zabbis. Sure. You can read all writing. Yeah, but does it mean anything? Um, <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Okay. I, am I dumb? What the fuck is a homeland borg? Homeland oh, borg. Homeland oh, borg. Like on the, the show. show homeland. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's like it's the like crazy conspiracy oh, board. Yeah. Conspiracy it's Charlie, board. Charlie from Charlie It's Day. Always Sunny. Yeah. So yeah. With like the yarn. And yeah, the, with the yarn connecting a bunch there, of there things. There was a bit more I of a monoculture back then, and so I yeah. feel like I legitimately thought it was a fake word that Russell made up, a homeland board. Oh. And that we were all, everybody knew about it. It was we a like, plus yeah, situation. Homeland board. Homeland board. I was like, oh, wow, cool. That sounds <laughs> like a thing you serve Haas. cheese on. Uh, no, homeland board. Gotcha. Yes, like Charlie Day as well. Um, and always sunny in the meme. Sick. Um, yeah, that, yeah, it was, everybody knew what it was in 2012 so or whatever the that was. It's so weird. The monoculture's dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's Thank you. Dead, Thank you for... Um, thank you for helping me. Yes. So that's what it is. And now you have a clearer picture of it and Zabbis can read all writing and Zabbis can see that um, the... So is this an office or is this like a, another kind of 
dress up break room. dressing room. Yeah. Because why are we getting a little tap on the door like five minutes? Yeah, and all it, these masks and stuff. We're in like a, we're in one of those skits before an episode of all that. <laughs> yeah. Where the stage five manager. Minutes, five minutes, uh, Kevin, get out of here. down there. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's go. And you, oh my God, still doing sketch comedy. Yep. Um, He's a lifer. He's a god. And uh, you... Yes, you're you seem to be in some sort of yeah, like dressing room of some kind. You Zabbis can read all of this writing and you can see that there is a direct line, like a, a yarn line from the big blueprint of this like battering ram and this door uh to the itinerary of the of the expo uh that leads to the uh the heavy metal exposition. And there's details about how uh, the goal is to inf- infiltrate the heavy metal uh, exposition in order to obtain the heaviest metal to use to build the battering ram so that they can break down the door of Didradon. That's a good plan. Okay. That's real good. That's Which fun. they cannot access. The door of Didridon. The dread of... What's is that? that? Yeah, what's wait, what's the door of Didgeridon? This is new information. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yes, you guys have not yet heard about this, except for some sort of, it, there was a vague mention of it when you were talking to Alaric just moments ago. So it's like where everyone thinks the dragon might be, but like no one can get, Yeah, probably. no one can open the door. Okay. Yes. I bet it's some. Oh, and we saw, it we saw there was a, you said there was a picture of like a portally looking circle door. And a it had, door. And it had Did dragon Did it look like the door that Fle- Fletch saw in the hallway or no? No, different okay. door. Not that no that door that that door was just a portcullis. Oh, okay, yeah. So before before we go out there, I would recommend one of you giving me your makeover. rings of secrecy. Uh, Not a makeover. I look beautiful. <laughs> Thank you though. But that was Marta. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Marta. <laughs> Don't need one. Uh, uh, I I say that I need mine because I can't talk. Otherwise, people will know yeah, that pants. I have Still special pants. blood. Okay. And I feel like the we've... look Mike gave me was so funny. He's like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I feel like we've developed a real nice rapport on these secret rings, mm-hmm. Marjorie. Yeah. You know, you and I. Mm-hmm. So. And Marta, is Marta part of secret rings? How does that work? Ooh. Lots of complicated things introduced with. Can Marta, Marta. always hear secret rings? But like, since she's in my body. Yeah. How does that is, Marta is communicate Marta telepathically? I've never really had to think this much about what Marta's abilities are. Right. Other well, than it's like just be a ghost, have ghost sword. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's she's like in my body. So right. So it's like you and Marta can communicate with each other. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Can Marta communicate telepathically with others or could she otherwise reach out? Um. You know what? Um, touch someone. Poke flack. Uh, right. w- when you poke flack, flack, you feel a like sudden like presence invade you momentarily, and like oh. as you touch, you can use Marta c- to communicate telepathically, but only via touch. Wait! Oh my God! If I'm touching, wait! If I'm touching anyone, I can communicate with them. <laughs> Telepathically, but so can, so far it works with Flack. Can they talk back? Yeah, wait. Okay, grab onto his arm. Wow, that's a strong grip there, Marta. I think. <laughs> you think? Um, 
What is the emotion that you're conveying with that statement? Admiration. That's what you feel. Okay, but not like a specific Not sentence. those words. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Trying not to make this too OP, I see. <laughs> well, so... Playing a lot of Calvin Ball today yeah. with Marbus. <laughs> Since Marbus can do that kind of weird thing she just, she, they just did to me, uh, yeah, let's give, give uh, Marbus his ring. Okay, cool. If that's cool with you, Marbus. Is that okay, Marbus? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing it so that we can all, okay. I can speak to everybody because I can understand Dwarvish. <laughs> Marta says yes, Zabba says no. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, because now I can only understand, like, general um, like emotion. Like emotion and vibes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll see. I mean, I couldn't Go. understand anything. That's fair. So. That's fair. I just got to look at you guys make looking at each other a bunch, yeah. and I just was standing there You're like a fool. Up from that. Yes. Okay. Are we all dressed up? We all got our masks? Yep. Well, we have to make decisions about what uh, what class each of us are, because we're, oh, yeah. we've only got two. All right, guys. It's makeover How time. How about me and, uh, me and uh, Zolstar be the fancy ones? Okay. So we have one fancy one left, and then we have three stinkies. It's really hard for me to let you be a fancy one, but I'll let you be a fancy one. I feel like I'm closest to dwarf size, right? Yes. That's true. I think then I should- Zolstar is a dwarf. I should also be a fancy one so I can be the- I can be his translator. How many fancy masks are there? There's just the three. There's three. Okay. And we're we're wasting one on a zombie. Well, why why, why would you make the zombie- why, why wouldn't he have funny. like it's pretty funny because he speaks funny. like a rich man he could be like your dad oh, oh okay i heard you know that, yeah. like it's yeah, your dad and you're just infirm dad. you're waiting for him to die so you can inherit Ooh, i like that i'll mm. take that you know okay. mm-hmm. and i think that it's wise flesh- be- i was I th- just gonna say i'll be like an asshole prince because those are very common around here and i guess we're in need of a new one <laughs> <laughs> uh we, and it makes sense, Fletch, for you to be a fancy boy because you spent time with the fancy boys and you could maybe put, we have a cover story. You got indoctrinated mm-hmm. into the fancy boy cult. Right, exactly. I might have to do the voice again. <laughs> we'll see. I'll play that by ear. <laughs> okay, Zabbis, here's... Are we normals? We're normies. Um, here, here are two cloaks... That I sewed together for your body and horns and a wood mask. And, uh, (laughs) like it's like the robe, but it only comes down to like my knees because it's and then (laughs) just like a strip of other fabric just sewn around the bottom. (laughs) So it's long and opened up with with armholes still there. (laughs) I look at Zabbis's and I'm like, oh, I look down and my my knees are showing. Your belly button's out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> if we have no more fabric, I have to go like this. Yeah. I could probably. I top. have like a cloak. That, I mean, it's like my cloak of many things, which I don't even know what the fuck is left on that thing. I have the that. Patches. It's just like like a. I think we use the ladder. It's a bunch of random stuff. That at this point that is somewhere. Um, but if you want to use that, maybe? does the cloak of many things look like the robes? Or would it would it make me stand out like a on sore thumb? the robe of useful items? You still have a window, two dogs, gems, a haste spell scroll, a mage armor spell scroll, a bag of gold, uh, more gems, uh, another pit, another ladder, uh, 
bundle of potions, a battery. We've had potions? Uh, yo, you all we've always had, had potions. potions. I have not had potions. A portable <laughs> battering ram. Oh. Um, wow, we well, can just, we can just go to the door. Right yeah. Now, yeah. yeah, we've yep. got the heavy thing. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you've used the rowboat. Um, you know what? I will also make a rule here and now that if you want to pitch a fun mundane item in the interest of do what's fun in a certain situation, I will make a ruling in that instance of is if it is on the road. Oh. We have a battering ram and the heaviest a small rock? portable. I feel yeah. like there were two battering because I feel like we used. You might have used one I at think one. We point. might have used one. Well, there's another one. Well, if we have another one, we could just find out the location of this door and beat everybody to it. Before Ooh, the event. Before the event. I know we really wanted to go to the heavy rock event. I fucking wanted to do the heavy metal event for sure. But that means going back to the convention where we started. There's another knock at the door. Two minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, what is... So, like, who do they think we are? And where are the people? There's a... There, yeah, who are they... We got some outstanding the yes, There's some mysteries afoot because, like, who were supposed to be in here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And where did they go? Mm-hmm. Was it the with the people in the break room? I don't think so because they wouldn't. Are they in the still break here? Room. It was broken. Wait. No, that's broken. The thing was broken. Are there, are there like lockers that you know people who are running away from uh, video game scary characters would hide in in this break room? Are there lockers? Are I want to like, search there, the room we, to see if people? someone is hiding here. Because, like, I there was an aurora projected into this room mm-hmm. for a long time before we actually got in here. Mm-hmm. So they might have seen it in the No. Head. That's what I'm thinking. I, I feel you. Yeah, I want to search the room. Okay. There should be people in here. Roll investigation. It's a 8 plus 7, 15. You're looking around, you're looking for like hidden doors? Yeah, Marjorie's using her little slappy hands against things to see if they're hollow, to see if there's uh, spaces to hide under the bed. You know, like, uh uh-oh, someone's coming over and I was making out with my boyfriend and I gotta hide under the bed because his mom doesn't like me Mm -hmm. situation. Um, one of the, uh, one of the posters for the expo, uh, you push through. Oh, bingo. Whoa. What's this? What it? And I rip it down. Uh, it's another hidden passageway like the one you found in the palace. Sick. Oh Shawshank this. Uh-huh. Uh, I go through it. I think. Yeah, that's what pants does. <laughs> Can we all fit? Yeah, it's you, uh, you, Zabbis, and Fletch will have to crouch, but mm. you can all, like before, but you can all definitely fit. Are yes. we all going to go? Someone, someone cover it up after we all get in. Um, uh, no, no, you're coming with me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I got another fucking unseen servant <laughs> unseen slot. It's my last one. I cast it. Okay. The unseen servant covers up the uh, the hole with a poster What's successfully. The poster? Uh, it's another like visit the Didrodon Expo poster. So like, were we getting? Was the dressing room for like a speaker or something at this expo? As you, uh, oh yeah, shh. As you walk into the tunnel, and the poster, the oh, we can walk. The well, you, 
you kind of have to crouch. Okay, and crawl, no, I just yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure how big it was. Um, it's not hands and knees. And the no, not not for Flack and Margarine. It's almost and, hands and knees. And Zolstar. and the zombie and okay, Zolstar. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and um, <laughs> once the unseen servant reaffixes the poster, the door opens in the room that you were just in, and you hear a voice in Dwarvish Fletch say, uh, uh, "Professor, they're ready for you. That for the." For your presentation for heavy metals, uh, for my the mining professor. Hello, hello. I'm I'm in the bathroom. Shut up! Oh, are you fucking kidding me? Um. Oh my god. Sorry, then, I just heard the, I heard it and I had to answer because I like I'm and, just used to. And then the secret rings, and we go. Hey everybody, Russell here with a few quick announcements, then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 160 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&Dpod on Twitter and D&D&Dpod on Instagram. We have a subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash D&D&Dpod. I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday. Thanks for bearing with us as we took a week off here, but we're back to finish up this session with the team uh next week will be a tim story so we bumped a week from what i said last time for the holidays sorry about that holiday travel and whatnot um but uh we're we're now going to be good so uh finish this week this session next week tim story and then we're back at it and we should be good for a while so uh so the reason we have a Tim story next week is because Beth, uh, and I believe Mike, will be at Anime Los Angeles uh, this weekend, January 5th through 8th, at the Long Beach Convention Center. Uh, so go check out Beth if you are going to Anime Los Angeles, the uh, anime festival uh, down there, convention, festival, uh, I'm, I got fantasy on the mind, the anime convention uh, down at the... Long Beach Convention Center uh, this weekend. If you're listening to this, the week it came out, January 5th through 8th, 2023. Can you believe it? Uh, go say hi to Beth and Mike and and uh, uh, buy some of Beth's artwork that will be available for sale there in Artist Alley at the Animate Los Angeles Convention. Thanks to all of our patrons who support us over at patreon.com slash dndndpod. Uh, patrons, you will be getting, patrons who support us at the level that uh, gets them uh, a quarterly t-shirt will be getting your shirt soon uh, for uh, the December shirt. Uh, it's the long sleeve tee with uh, cookies, uh, sugar cookies with faces for all of our main characters as their decoration. It's a great uh, shirt from Beth. Uh, and speaking of, uh, her artwork and you patrons will be getting it very shortly so thanks for supporting us uh, and if you want to support us go check us out patreon.com slash dndndpod uh, and we will have some fun things this year for patrons I'm not going to get into it now uh, but soon there will be some uh, some new things coming all right that's it for me uh, thank you so much uh, for listening to the show uh, and we'll get back to this a uh, little shorter episode but it's a funny one uh, and then we will get to the rest of the story here in the new year. Exciting. So happy new year, everybody. Thanks for listening and do what's fun. <laughs> what? We had a fucking such a clean getaway. Getaway to what? You guys wanted to go there and now Is all of a sudden you want to go back down. Is still a thing? <laughs>
Yes. Would you want to go back down underground to where we just were? I don't want to give a presentation secret rings. Yeah, dude, I didn't prepare or anything. You guys are the very confusing. <laughs> you guys retreat further into the little hole that you guys are in, the little tunnel, to try to get away from this door or get away from the, the voice that Fletch just responded to. You get to a dead end where you find the bodies of three dwarves. Oh, what? no. Oh, but fancy clothes. Dead they dead are in end. fancy clothes. Okay, you guys can swap out. Fancy, yeah, fancy clothes. clothes. Fancy right, so now we're all fancy? They have fancy masks on? Uh, they, did, they just fancy? They did not. They oh. just, yeah. they, Wait, did they didn't? Have, they did not have They're fancy masks in, on. So there's no way I can fit in those. They were just dead. It's not like a cloak. Wait, wait, then these are not the people. Whoa. So what the fuck? So these guys didn't take the three masks that were missing. By the way, there were three masks missing and three sets of fancy clothes missing. And these guys have fancy clothes, but no masks. These clothes are bloody, having stab wounds. Oh, I don't 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 want to wear this, actually. Mm -hmm. I'll go back to being a pleb. That means that three cult members are currently sneaking around as... Good, good guys. Oh, it's like the convention goers. But the per- he said the professor, and isn't the professor associated with the cult? Yes. The What's professor. going on? I don't know. Huh? There's the professor. There are other professors, and then there are other like there's capital P, capital T, capital P, the professor that is rumored to be in charge. Yeah. And then there's just we haven't met him. We have not met him. That is a mysterious shadowy figure. And then there is... All right, well, I was in my own head thinking right. about the professor and that he was in that room. And, he, and so I got squirreled in my brain. Anyway, uh-oh. <laughs> so we got to go back upstairs. Nowhere else to go. Yep. You hear the door close. Okay, like what? Wait, I'm going to do an investigation rule to make sure that there aren't any other ways. I was thinking that too, like secret ways out of here. Yeah. 25. Uh, you can't find any other way in or out of this room now that the Aurora is closed. It's just a literal dead end. It's a dead end that is where they hid the bodies. Oh. Okay. I would have had to dig really fast. Who can they, dig? They're fucking dwarves. They're, they're dwarves. This could have been here for years, you know? Every room has a hole. Yeah. A body hole. Or your garbage in it, yeah. Or is a stinky hole. Is a stink hole. Ugh. All right, well, let's go back through the poster to get back into the room. Whoever had entered looking for you seems to have been gone. Yeah. Okay, so if I guess I was in the back because I heard the voice. I'll go through. I'll go back through first. Okay, there's nobody in the room. Okay. okay. Did they leave anything? Uh... Yes. Yeah? Yes. There is a, uh, on the table next to the uh, masks, you see that uh, there is like a badge, like one of your event badges that you had earlier. (laughs) Um, There's three of them. And you also see, quickly as you look back, the, the conspiracy board which I will call it now instead of Homeland Board for those of us who are not Homeland watching Showtime Borg. in 2011. Homeland Board. <laughs> Briefly looked like a large, like a, like a chalkboard with like 
with like uh, uh, drawings of like metal and like formulas and stuff on it. There was like there's like a shimmer of a, a illusion that goes away as the the door closed uh, as this guy was leaving. So that it, 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 it there was an illusion covering it. So so you you get the sense that the the guy who came in looking for you, the stage manager, did not see the conspiracy board. Oh, um, crazy. Marjorie was the first in the hole and technically the last out of the hole. Sure. Uh, when when we investigated and saw the bloody clothes bodies, when Marjorie was trying to see if like she wanted to wear the clothes, she also went through them. Mm-hmm. Did she find any identifying um? badges or things in the pockets like who are these people you found festival badges they were members of a team that wasn't that was specializing in uh alloys they were they were they had like you know badges that were like you know name alloy specialist the names are not important all right i'm gonna grab those anyway okay uh okay all right are we putting the pieces together? Do we know what's going on here? No, because I don't understand. Okay, I can I investigate to see, like, can I tell if they were murdered in this dressing room? There is blood on the wall. Yes. Okay. There was blood. You did see that there was some blood on the floor. That's right. Um, And they, they were dragged that way. Um. And it, you definitely get the sense that they were murdered in this room. The uh, let let's say that Marta, there's there's some there's some soldier experience that you get from Marta here, mm-hmm. uh, and Marta is able to communicate to you that her theory is that cultists teleported into this room, killed the 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 people who were here, hid their bodies, and stole their identities. Okay. Then why did that guy bring badges back? These, looking at the badges, uh, these are specific to the event. Uh, they are specific to the heavy metal exposition, and they are they are all access backstage passes. They're they're more than just the identifying badges that were uh, with the, yeah. Hmm. How many of them are there? You said three. Hmm. I'm pants. Sorry, James just looked at me. Um, okay. I, I'm sorry, we're a little bit scatterbrained looking at all these things. I want to, Marjorie wants to go to the conspiracy board. Okay. And take a closer look at that, at that Didieridon door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What because she it? recognizes that it's Dragon Speak. Yep. And wants to read it better. Or at the very least, see if there's anything that she can kind of decode between. And she pulls out the etching that she took from the throne room mm-hmm. to see if there are like. Yeah, those symbols match a lot of them. There, there are entire sequences of symbols that match from these two things. Uh, I wish I could read the language I know. <laughs> it's not necessarily writing, because if it was writing, Zabbos would be able to read it. Yeah, it's it's a kind of almost... I guess an artistic expression of words is what writing is. It's something else than, it's something more than that. It's something... Fundamental. Yeah, it doesn't communicate specifics that same way. It's something that's more 
primal. You, 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 as you study it further, you, you get a, a deeper, you, you feel a kind of deepness and you, you feel a kind of almost like you start to kind of drip a little bit mentally. Like you, you, like you, you almost kind of start to feel like a lift, like a weight lifting off of you. Almost like you almost start to relax. You almost start to like, not really care as much about what, what else is happening. You, you start to kind of accept things as yeah and as okay and as you know there there there's a an, an almost like giving over of yourself feeling as you continue to read these closer and stare at them closer is it the same kind of feeling that all-star would have had in the trip through the aurora you kind of get that sense that it is that almost kind of like uplifting pull. Like you, you, you do start to kind of feel a feel yourself separate from your body a little bit. Not not so much that the rest of you really notice this, but you start you, the rest of you see Marjorie is staring at this door and is zoning out. Hmm. I mean, Didgeridon is like the death dragon, so. Uh, I go up to Marjorie and I put my hand on her shoulder. You all right? That snaps you out of it. You're pulled back to the moment. My mask head zips back down to my body. Oh, uh, oh. Um, I think so. Great, because we gotta, we gotta get on stage, I think. Oh, am I in a dream? Do I have pants on? I only have pants on. Wait, why we gotta get on stage? I'm assuming one of us is gonna have to be the professor. A professor. Oh, no. I look at Zabbis. Is the professor one of the dead guys, though? Presumably, the professor, not capital T, capital P, but the the professor that the stage manager was looking for was one of the dead guys. Yeah. So, that's on whoever stole that guy's identity. That and guy's I, gotta I, go make I, a presentation now. And I fling the alloy specialist badge at Zabbis <laughs> and it hooks around yeah, yeah. his horn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess, Flack, you're gonna be the professor. What? No, the badge's on Zabbis. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I No, I can't do that again. But you have so much experience and you're so tall and you're so impressive. And you now are the you're, most experienced. And now you have the history and now you're beautiful because Marta's you too. Yeah, Marta, it's like you have two but in like, one. But like, here's the dilemma though. I mean, we don't know where Prince Cedric is, but okay, as far as we know, there's at least one person who is pretty sure or knows that one's near Crammon and Bucket Baby are dead. Yeah. So the problem is a lot of people who saw me give a presentation saw me give it as one's near Crammon. I buy that. <laughs> I think Fled should be the professor. And I and I take the badge off of Zabus's well, I can't reach it. I yeah, threw I, I throw a second badge at Fledge. Alright, you know, you asked for it. Oh boy.
D&D&D is a More Park Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Bradloff, and Mike Sigan.